the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. It's open line Friday today, so we'll take your calls on anything at all. We'll get to the news here in just a second, but I want to say thank you for your great support. We rescued 226 kids through Holt Holt International the last couple of days. Here is something that we heard from one of these kids that you rescued. I live with my mom and dad. They drink a lot. And I have three little brothers and sisters. Sometimes my parents just drink and then disappear for days. So I have to look after my brothers and sisters. When my parents are gone, we get very hungry. But I did start school last year and I learned the alphabet. It's the school up on the hill, the Jesus School. That is uh, one of the stories and uh, of a kid who, through Holt International, has been saved uh, because of giving just like you here in our Pastor Scott Show and KKLA and KPRZ family. So I want to say thank you. Uh, 226 kids, if you still want to to give it's about it's 150 dollars provides an academic year you heard him talk about the fact that he gets to go to school what it was if you weren't listening uh, the last couple of days was in uh, Ulaanbaatar in Mongolia it is the capital of Mongolia people live in the dump kids live in the dump if you are there's just too many people and it's a big city like Los Angeles or San Diego and just outside is a dump that's just like Los Angeles or San Diego and there's kids and families living there and the path out of it is through a Christian ministry that provides education and provides meals and school uniforms and all the different things and there's a whole lot that that organization does but specifically the giving was to help people the kids get into school so just like this kid you helped and uh, I just want to say thank you. 226 uh, kids were helped. That's really great. Um, that's really fantastic. So I want to say thank you to you for, for that. And you can still give. Just go to your radio station website, kkla.com, and click on the banner for Holt International or kprz.com if you're in San Diego. All right. Uh, so thank you for that. It is Open Line Friday, and that means we will... Uh, take your calls on any subject at all, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. I have special music for that. Here we go. I like that music. Open line Friday, 888-528-2557. Hurricane Hillary is on its way to Southern California. <laughs> The Hurricane Hillary is going to hit, and we, we want to pay attention to this. Hurricane Hillary has now strengthened to a Category 4 as the storm continues on a path toward Southern California. 
Sand berms are now in place in some coastal communities as we brace for possible flooding. Did you hear that? Southern California and Hurricane Hillary. <laughs> we have a big storm and now becoming much stronger as we just heard a Category 4 hurricane. You could see Hillary very clearly and look at that eye. Very distinct, cylindrical, starting to pick up speed. And these outer bands really lashing Cabo San Lucas at this hour. We're also seeing heavy rain through Puerto Vallarta. And we're looking at these very strong winds, gusts of up to 175 miles per hour. This Category 4 hurricane, really strong out there in the Pacific. And as it makes its way a little bit further to the north and northwesterly direction, fortunately not making landfall in Cabo San Lucas. It'll again stay offshore making our way through tomorrow as we head into the evening hours, should be downgraded to a Category 3, but again, still very dangerous, still very powerful. By Sunday morning, a Category 2, then we'll head into Sunday evening when we will begin to start seeing some heavier rain coming to Southern California and then downgraded to a Category 1. Now, it's going to be very interesting once she makes her way closer towards Ensenada, Tijuana. Could stay a Category 1, could possibly be downgraded to a tropical. Do you hear that? It might enter into San Diego as a Category 1 hurricane. Actual San San Diego hurricane. My question for you guys today is what are you doing to prepare? And we need to prepare. Remember the last winter, just this just a few months ago, we had the blizzard warning. And it was this crazy, you know, we're going to have a blizzard in Southern California. What do we mean? And, you know, most of us down here in L.A., San Diego, we got some snow. There was snow at the beach, snowed in Oxnard, snowed at Disneyland, just kind of like hardly even snow, but a little icy stuff falling, you know, in different places. But it wasn't for most of Southern California, you know, I think in the in the flatlands and the basin and everywhere, it was it was bad weather, but it was fine. But in the mountains, if you remember, many feet of snow fell and people were not prepared at all. And people got snowed into their homes. Some people died. There were uh, many, many difficulties because of weather that we're just not used to or not prepared. So I think it's important that together we get prepared that we don't ignore what's happening. I got a letter from my my homeowners association even, who must be on the ball, saying, hey, take down all your stuff. Take down your umbrellas. Take down stuff that might fly off the balcony or wherever because the it's possible that we could get winds, that uh, it won't be a hurricane in most of Southern California, so they say, but it will be a tropical storm. I've read anywhere from sustained winds of about 30 miles an hour all the way up to 80 miles an hour. So that's gonna it's gonna hit Sunday night, Sunday at some point. That's the the path it's on now, and uh, into Monday. The tropical storm watch. This is extremely rare. It hardly ever happens here in Southern California. The last time we had a tropical storm coming to these shores was thirty in 1939, so 84 years ago. So we can expect to see windy conditions, thunderstorms, as well as rain. And on top of that, we're looking at a tremendous amount of rainfall. We could see flood watches. Those will also begin Saturday as well as Sunday. A lot to go over with Hillary. But the beaches will be also very dangerous. We're going to continue to see the possibility of flooding as well as some water spouts. So it's going to be a big deal. What are you doing to prepare? And as you think about it, what are some things? I think in Southern California, particularly in the summertime, when was the last time you prepared for any sort of storm? The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Dean, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. For hey, having Dean. me on. Hey, yeah. Hi, Dean. How are you? So thanks for calling. I'm I'm well prepared. Thank you very much. Well, I asked you to call because I know you've got some input on this, Dean. So, um, you know, as we think about this, what should people be thinking about the next couple of days? So 
I've been through both hurricanes living in South Florida. I was also in the Northridge earthquake in 1994 on January 17th when we're coming up on the 30th anniversary of that. Yeah. So I've been through quite a few natural disasters. I can tell you that this is this is very very rare that we're going to get this kind of wind and rain event. I mean, we had the you know the monsoonal flow in a lot of the heavy rains in this last year, but this thing may exceed even those those kind of numbers with two to four inches expected on the coastline up to five to eight inches inland. Yeah, I heard that so in I 24 think- hours we could get a year's worth of rain, what we normally get in a year. Palm Springs is expected to get more rain in one day than they typically would in a year. That's so amazing. That's going to create flooding, and people need to really be prepared and be smart about that. So what we're really recommending people that they do is they get themselves a go bag ready and be prepared if they need to be prepared to evacuate. We want to make sure that people have a go bag in their car so, and that they're prepared. So what's a go bag is uh, what should go in a go bag? Explain what that is for everybody. So, so we've made it very easy for people to get prepared. Instead of trying to build it yourself, we have them available at Home Depot, Lowe's. Now, you, you have a company that offers these. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, our, 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 our company is Ready America, yeah. and it's readyamerica.com. So we've people can buy these things. Uh, but what kinds of things, let's say somebody's just at home and they don't have time to go to Home Depot or anything, what should they put together in a home, home bag? So it's, it's critical that people have uh, non-perishable food. The number one item is emergency drinking water. And we have extended shelf life drinking water, but get multiple cases of drinking water at Costco or wherever you can. You should be able to have at least, um, you know, five uh, different containers of water, minimum one gallon per person per day is what the American Red Cross recommends for up to seven days would be great. That would be best case. Yeah. First aid. Hygiene, sanitation, obviously you're going to have that at home. But if, if you're in the car, you also need to think about, okay, so if I'm stuck somewhere, how am I going to survive? How am I going to protect myself? And how am I going to make sure I stay hydrated, especially if you're out in the desert at this time of the year? So, And, you know, I, it, I don't want to panic people, you know, about this, but I think that – and maybe this, you know, storm's going to pass by and not be what people are suspecting. I think maybe we don't know for sure, but it looks like a major storm. And we should be prepared for anything. We live in earthquake land anyway, right? At any moment we could have an earthquake, we should be ready for that. Sure. I think preparedness is basically, whether it be a fire, earthquake, or even this this kind of uh, weather event that we're going to be looking at in the next couple of days, a lot of disasters have a lot of things in common. You're going to always need the same things. You're going to need water. You're going to need food. You're going to need first aid. And you're going to need shelter. So... We try to make it easy at readyamerica.com by providing all those products in, in a bundle where they can basically not have to think about it, but rather just go get it and get her done. All right. So that's a place where people can go get that, or they can just uh, make sure that you've got something. Uh, Dean, at readyamerica.com, that's your website. That's correct. Uh, all right, and Dean. We, we're a family company, and, and we appreciate uh, everything you all doing out there. All right. Thank you, Dean, for calling the Pastor Scott Show. 888-528-2557. What are you doing to prepare for the hurricane? I think it's, uh, you know, be tropical storm probably in most of Southern California. I wonder if, you know, we, are we going to take this seriously? Do you worry that, uh, that you're not? 
you know, I'm, I'm going to take down some stuff at home that might blow around. And we actually have a kit in the garage for food and we've got, uh, you know, it's supposed to last 50 years or something. And um, we have, we do have some bottled water. We're probably okay. The first aid I didn't really think about. Um, and you just never know, you know, so I think that there's other things to be looking out for. Uh, as this happens, if there's strong winds, one of the things that I'm concerned about is trees blowing over. You know, we don't get the the winds and rain too often in Southern California, and whenever we do, uh, it's the trees falling over that hurts people or crashes into houses. There's there's multiple things. Maybe you've seen that happen. This is the Pastor Scott Show. The number is eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. 888-528-2557. Do you have any advice that you would give people for uh, getting ready for the hurricane? Maybe something that people don't think about. Uh, I'm calling it a hurricane. It's Hur- Hurricane Hillary. <laughs> I guess it's going to be Tropical Storm Hillary. Is that how it's going to be? <laughs> Whatever they call it. Um, does it keep the name? Does it keep the name when it downgrades to Tropical Storm? That's what they're predicting now. I think it does. Um more rain in some parts of Southern California than we get in a year. That's, that is extraordinary. That's extraordinary. All right, this is the Pastor Scott Show. It's Open Line Friday. You can call for anything you want. You can keep talking about uh, this subject. I think for the whole show, you know, people will call and talk about the, uh, the, the weather coming up. We do need to keep that serious. But if you've got a question about something else, we'll talk about some other news today on the show. And if you want to bring up anything, Friday is the day to do that. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Let's go to Steve in Lomita. Steve, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Uh, thank you. Uh, I was calling to uh, thank you for having a- Anthony Cabasa on your August 10th program regarding the Muslim uh, blockade of Artsakh. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Anthony Cabasa is a uh, local uh, independent journalist. We've had him on a couple of times. And uh, so he talked about uh, there was a uh, uh, the Armenian population in Los Angeles blocked one of the freeways for a protest to bring some awareness to that situation. Uh, my prayer is that God eternally punishes the Muslims of Turkey, Azerbaijan, and Iran. Well, you know what, Steve? For their evil. Hey, hey, Steve, let's pray that they get saved, right, and that they repent. That's that should be our prayer because you know that's we're all going we're all going to eternal punishment if we don't repent repent anyway, right? Well, Pastor, you know what I mean? We got we got to love people into the kingdom, even the evil most evil people on the planet. According to 1 John chapter 3, verse 10, you can read it. You don't have to take my word for it. Uh, they're the devil's children. That's what God says in the Bible. I didn't write it. You know, that's what it says. In 1 John, he's talking about people who lead you astray. And in 1 John, he's probably talking about—I'll uh, no. I'll go through and read it, but he's not talking about—he's talking about false teachers in the church. Uh, no, sir, not on First John chapter three, verse ten. Well, I I will uh, check it out, but I would say that uh, Steve, the the right thing to do is to pray for repentance and healing, uh, because uh, the eternal punishment I believe is is coming for those who don't accept Christ, and uh, we want everybody to accept Christ. Uh, even the thank you for calling, Steve, and even the even the evil people of the world. I mean, the thing is about the evil that goes on is the reason there's a hell 
a tough doctrine, right? Hell, when you think about it. But the reason for it is because if we're going to have a just God, if there is going to be eternal reward, there also has to be something else. There also has to be what happens if you don't get that. Uh, And it's complicated, but we're commanded by Jesus to love our enemies. We're commanded by Jesus to make disciples. And I don't see that 1 John passage meaning any particular group, um, you know, uh, in in the way that you're making it there, Steve, other than to say that even the, even the people who are, like it says, children of the devil, there are people who are not going to be saved, and the Lord will deal with them. But we don't know the hearts of people at the end of the day. And God has taken people like Paul, for example, who, while he was Saul, murdered Christians— and turned him around and made him the greatest church planner, apostle, uh, uh, minister probably ever in that respect. Half the New Testament is written by a guy who used to murder Christians. That's the grace of God right there. Now, the the justice of God says if you don't do what you're called to do, you're, you're, you're going to face judgment, and you're not going to pass that judgment of Jesus Christ, and we want to be very serious about that. But um, we definitely want to pray for our enemies, even the ones who are the most wicked. All right, Pastor Scott Show, Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you would like to talk about. The number is 888-528-2557. Carrie Lou in San Diego, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Hi, Carrie Lou. I heard everybody, I, I heard everybody talking about, I, I went through three uh, evacuations, the 2003 fire to 2007 fire. But, yeah. Um, I hear you talking about water and food and um, first aid, but one real important thing, especially with people that have medical problems, is to have their insulin on them or with them and to have uh, any of their medications that are life-saving medications they should have that in abundance so they won't get... You know, if they're out and about and they can't get home and they can't get to it, they should have some extra. They should have some in the car and at home. I think people should be prepared that what what's possible is power outages that last, you know, a day or two or maybe longer. Right. There are there are things in like you may not be able to go get your prescription filled um, on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. I mean, that's there is the possibility of a uh, complicated week coming up. And so your advice is to make sure everybody's got their their medications available and restocked, refilled. Yes. Yeah, yes. I think that's great if advice, it's insulin, If it's insulin or something like that that needs to be refrigerated, I have a friend that has um, um, diabetes, the yeah. number, you know, and she has to take insulin all the time. Um you, if you don't have a um, generator to keep your electricity going, get ice and put it in an ice chest. Yep, that's a great idea. Or in your car. I keep an ice chest in my car all the time. Do you? Now, do you uh, have uh, have to keep insulin or other medications on it? No, no, no. No, no it's just that I have it, so if I have to run down to the store, because when I go to the store, it's like 40 miles away. Okay. So... <laughs> But I, I thought it'd be important to let everybody know that they should have uh, life-saving medicines on hand. 
Okay, I think that's great advice. Thank you, Carrie Lou, for uh, sharing that. And, and I think that's part of taking these things seriously, that when we're hearing from authorities, hey, big storm is coming. This is a 100-year storm, right? This has happened in 1939, a storm this big hit California. And it did tremendous damage. Um, before that, I think it was 1848. So it's about every 100 years or so, once a century storm. So this is a potentially a very big deal. We need to be prepared. What other advice do you have for people as we think about getting prepared uh, that will help them in case we have the power out for a few days, in case the water supply isn't going to work? You know, there's things that could happen in various neighborhoods and different places. Um, so we just have to be very, very careful. 888-528-2557. This is the Pastor Scott Show, and it's Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you would like to talk about. 888 2557. And uh, let's go to Byron in Long Beach. Byron. Hey, Byron, you're in Long Beach. Uh, I saw in the news uh, people are, are putting up sandbags right on the beach. Yeah. Are you, uh, you paying so. attention to that? No, nah, that's not really uh, on my agenda these days. Really just getting up every day and going to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, luckily some. And, yeah. Are you uh, in my car? Yeah. You know, we do have the storm coming, so people are making some preparations. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully they won't need them, right? Hopefully it'll pass us by, but got to be ready. All right. What'd you call for? Well, I was thinking about the day and age right now. You know, back about 30 years ago when I was in my undergraduate, back mom and mother always had. Halloween party, and I met a girl, and she had the mark of the beast on it. What do you mean? That by was that? roughly third. She had three sixes up under her eye. Well, like a and tattoo. She had girl. a tattoo. Yes. Like that? Yeah. Yes. She was dressed as a sorcerer, uh. and naturally, that that jump started, that kick started me into witnessing to it. She was like Byron Sagan. I don't believe that. But since that time to the present time, I've seen the mark of the beast on roughly 15 to 20 people. And that's just like a calling card to say that we're in the day and the age when the Antichrist will step out onto the world stage. Why do you think a person would get that tattoo? Because they're lost. That's what the word says. You know, who else would receive the mark of the beast on them? Yeah, well, the you know, it's definitely the, the symbol, the number of the beast. And I, I would say if you're getting that as a tattoo, then you must not believe because, uh, you know, you're mocking the, the danger that is in that passage for those who don't believe. So, well, Byron, I hope that I got to go to a break, but I hope that you pray for those people. And uh, you're right to say they're lost. But the great news about Christ is they can be found, you know, until the day comes when uh, the beast is here and you... Uh, Really do make that decision. Hey, 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 Byron. hey Pastor, can, can, after, after you go on break, can you come back so I can say something to you uh, off the radio? Uh, I time? don't know if I can do that, but I'll put you on hold, okay? And then if I can do that, yeah, I can sure. do that. If I can't, then uh, we'll have somebody check with you. All right, thank you, Byron. All right, this is the Pastor Scott Show. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. It is Open Line Friday. That means we can talk about anything you want. One of the questions I'm asking now is, what are you doing to help 
get ready for the storm. What advice would you give people as they prepare for what could be a once in a century storm hitting Southern California this weekend? Hurricane Hillary. <laughs> we'll be back with your phone calls as the Friday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. The last time a tropical storm ravaged Southern California, way back in 1939, it came ashore near San Pedro, damaging Belmont Shore here in Long Beach. The storm ripped homes from their foundation, left behind a trail of destruction. And from Seal Beach to Huntington Beach, while other coastal communities, they're also bracing for the storm's potential impact. Residents, they're being advised to secure outdoor items like patio furniture. Um, Also, of course, take a lot of caution when driving through rough conditions with possible flooding expected in those low-lying areas. Power outages as well, also expected. All right, lots of things going on as uh, Hurricane uh, Hillary... Approaches Southern California, and uh, it will probably be tropical storm Hillary by the time uh, it gets here. <laughs> but uh, it is; uh, it could be a a uh, Category One hurricane in San Diego. They're saying that's possible. So we have to take this very very seriously. And regardless, it looks like we're going to have a ton of rain. Like all the rain that we get in a year normally might happen on the same day. That is a big deal. So, you know, we want to take this serious and we don't want to scare people, right? But we don't want to just ignore this. I think it's a great idea to get prepared anyway, right? Because we're going to have an earthquake. They, they've they been telling us that forever. We're overdue. And uh, I remember reading in the LA Times several years ago, and they put it like on page 20. I don't even know if there's 20 pages still in that in, in print. But back in the day, it was a big newspaper and somewhere in the back, page 20, there was this article about how the federal government's not going to be able to respond to California's big one whenever we have it, probably for a couple of weeks. And it was just kind of there. I thought it's interesting because I think that might be scary, but we just have to realize, you know what, it's always good to be prepared. You know, some of you were Boy Scouts, right? You learned that at some point. Uh, what do you think? What's a good idea for people to be prepared for as you think about disasters or maybe this upcoming storm? What should people be thinking about that maybe they're not thinking about so that we can be ready for whatever happens? The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Marco, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Thank you for hiring me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, a, a quick thing. I... I came to this beautiful country in 1989, right? Mm-hmm. And I see after these many years, 33 years, a difference now. I work in the, I was in the military and special forces airborne in Mexico. And uh, in the 80s, our main, our main uh, duty was to destroy poppy seeds and, of course, uh, uh, wheat, uh, marijuana. And uh, to see now here that it is legal, I know there was a reason why we were doing it. There was the uh, the legalized reason. marijuana in the United States? Yes. It's yeah. pretty sad, to be honest with you, because I know it's destroying the youth of, of this beautiful country. Our, our youth is getting uh, uh, now, uh, and I don't get it, how this amazing country will allow that. And, and, and I see it right now, like a, a 
kids, 14, 15, 16, they have access to it. And I see them like they, they takes away their uh, they decided to uh, to work hard to to progress. I know that, that that we need a big huge revival, obviously, and especially here in California. And uh, I, I just don't understand, Pastor Scott, how we we got this far. I just put gasoline right now. Mm-hmm. I only can afford literally. Fifty dollars, and I don't even just a quarter tank because now it's almost six dollars per gallon. Yeah, it's going up and to I'm six. Like, People haven't paid attention. If you haven't got gas for a while, it's a lot more expensive than it was just a couple weeks ago. So I just, I just kind of complaining to be honest with you. Yeah, I just don't understand how, how we we're not waking up. Why we need? What do we need to do? Because six, seven items is seventy dollars, eighty dollars uh, yeah. at the grocery stores. It's just like I don't know how much longer uh, we, my my job. I'm a physical therapist and I'm, I'm like personal trainer, so I can see we're the first one who goes out of the out of the loop. Like people who, who can afford the services, the psychiatric facials, massage therapists, physical therapists, personal mm-hmm. training. So I can feel it right now. I can feel it like I haven't felt this in 30 years. Yeah, and it's I, pretty. I don't want to talk about political stuff. But when it was pers- uh, administration of President Trump, that was the best four years I ever have in my whole entire life when I was living in this beautiful country. Well, you know, I think a lot of this is also personal behavior, right? Is that the and and we have to start looking into what's true. So on the the marijuana side, for example, I remember a long time ago when I was in school being told it's not addictive and all this stuff leading up to it. Now we know it's addictive. In fact, the uh, the liberal New, New York Times just published an article a few weeks ago called How Do You Know If You're Addicted to Weed? And they say that nearly 6% now of American teens are addicted to it. They call it, they don't call it an addiction. That's part of the problem. They call it cannabis use disorder. Um, it is a, it's a significant problem. And you're right to say we used to know that, but I think that we are so... Uh, we've become a, a society that's so much into ourself that if I want to do it, I should have a right to do it, even if it harms me and then harms the society, harms health care. Because it, it, it's nothing is just ourself. This is, in fact, the if you want to read something, it's in the LA Times. They did this last year. Just Google the uh, marijuana study. They investigated whether or not this has been a good thing for our state once it's been legalized, and they found that it's not at all. They found that organized crime has increased, that illegal sales have increased. There's been violence increased, particularly in Northern California, where a lot of it's grown. Uh, yes. And my view, my view, Marco, is that that was predictable, right? That we should have known yes. that. But we we are closing our eyes to a lot of stuff, um, and it's going to hurt. Marco, I appreciate uh, your call, and uh, yeah. Thank you for calling, Marco. I appreciate your call. And hang in there. You know, I know with the uh, the gas prices going up, that's hurting a lot of people. That's going to impact us uh, again. Remember, it got up to a little over a year ago, got up to $7 a gallon. And uh, what is it now? Most places, five and a half, maybe here in California. It was four and a half just a few weeks ago. So it's it's going crazy. Remember Jerry Brown, Governor Jerry Brown? Most of you do. You know what his opinion was about uh, legalized marijuana? Do you know he was against it? This is his his great quote. Now, if anybody knows anything about marijuana, it's Jerry Brown. Uh, And uh, this was his quote. He said, well, when it comes to legalized marijuana, uh, how many people can get stoned and still have a great state? 
That's what he said. He said, how many people can get stoned and have a great state? Like that is what we're measuring here with that. That's crazy. And he knew it. He knew that this was the wrong path. Well, I think we're just in a place where we have to um, learn the hard way with these things. Um, and and don't listen to people. You know, and the same people who told you that cigarettes are bad for you and they were right are also telling you it's okay to do marijuana, which is also true. It's bizarre to me. It's the exact same people, same crowd of people. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just not. All right, 888-528-2557. It's open line Friday. We'll talk about whatever you would like to talk about. Uh, Rachel in Orange County, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, thank you. Hi, Rachel. Um, I, I just kind of caught the last tail end of the last caller about the weed and the addiction. Yeah. Um, I would just yeah. like to say that, you know, I, I was a heavy pot smoker, and, um, I, you know, I, I didn't like it, but, yes, it was a habit. It became a bad, bad habit, and um, I had tried to just stop or not do it as much, and I just couldn't, it, you know, I just, I, it was just like a really bad habit. Yeah. And um, I, what, you know, so for, for me anyway, and people would say, oh, it's fine, don't worry about it, you know. Um, and then being a Christian was, was a, a struggle, you know, knowing that, you know, God doesn't want me high. My biggest fear was that I would be high when, when Jesus came and I'd miss the boat. And that was a, mm-hmm. my, a, a real fear of mine. And, um, and uh, anyway, so... You know, just through prayer, I just I I um, I'd like to say that you know I haven't smoked it for uh, almost a year coming up in September, which is a really long time for me because I used to do it every day, all day, and people used to tell me it's not addictive, it's fine, don't worry about it, and um, but I couldn't do it uh, just socially. I couldn't just do it occasionally at a party or seeing some friends. And so I, with me, it's, I, it was all or nothing. So um, it's nothing. And um, I feel really good about it. But nobody was happy for me, you know, when I told them, hey, you know, I'm not smoking anymore. They were like, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Or why? You know, mm. I mean, I didn't have one person that say, that's awesome. You know, congratulations. You know, so it just kind of told me that maybe I was hanging out with the wrong people as well. But um, it, I think it's incredibly addictive, and um, it, it's a really bad habit to break, like smoking cigarettes. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, well, Rachel, so that was my... Rachel, I'm going to congratulate you. Thank you for doing that. Congratulations. And uh, you know what? I think it's great. And you, it's a weird thing we have with, with pot or certain things as we try to justify it. I don't know why we've justified that one. Um, but uh, you're doing the right thing, and uh, you're right. And when people are encouraging you to get high, they are not being your friends. Uh, they right. are they are misinformed. They are covering up for something themselves, whatever the psychology is. And there's a lot of bad information. You know, people today just believe what experts. We should do a whole show on experts. The experts are wrong an awful lot about certain things. And one of the things that we have found out is that the experts have not only been wrong about the effects of recreational marijuana use, and I know that there might be some of you who have have medical prescriptions and other things. It's a different topic. But what we're talking about is is recreational use, like you're saying. Uh, Now that so many people are doing it here in Colorado or other places, you have massive increase in DUI and other effects. You have major crime. We thought that was the other thing the experts said. The experts said it's going to reduce illegal drug sales. It's going to increase uh, uh, the state revenue because of the taxes you can have on it. 
And actually, none of that has been true. It's costing the state more money because of all the crime that's associated with it. The experts have just been wrong on I this. I agree. But, you know, Rachel, you're, you're, you are maybe one of the best experts, and you've got a great story, and you can help a lot of people uh, I, I just it. want to add that, you know what, I, I felt amazing. And, uh, and it was tough a little bit at first, fighting the temptations. Yeah. But after a while, I don't even think about it. I don't know. I smell it all the time, everywhere, and and it's okay. I don't I don't feel I need to go back. It, it's the best thing that happened to me. Good for you. Well, we we are so grateful for you, Rachel. Hey, Rachel, can I send you a mug, a uh, a special gift? Yeah, yeah thank right. you. Hold on, and uh, we'll get your name and address. Okay, so just hold on there. Okay, great. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, I got to take a break, and I see your calls on there, uh, Mimi and Billy and Will and others. We'll get back to your calls as Open Line Friday continues on the Friday edition of the Pastor Scott Show. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Hurricane Hillary is headed towards uh, California, and uh, it's going to hit maybe still a Category 1 by the time it comes to San Diego. Um, What they're saying is pretty sure it's going to be a tropical storm. I don't think we even know what that is out here on the uh, uh, West Coast. And somebody, a listener, said, you know, do you think that because it's 97 degrees and sunny and looks beautiful outside that people are thinking about the rain that's coming? So I'm hoping that you're thinking about the rain. Take this seriously. It's not going to be just rain. It's going to be a ton of rain and maybe a lot of wind, maybe power outages, maybe lots of problems. If you live in the mountainous areas and in the deserts, they're expecting flooding, uh, flash floods and other things. So you're going to have to be alert. Uh, Don't be frightened. Just be alert. Just be ready and prepare. If you've got some advice for people for preparing, you can give us a call, 888-528-2557. It is Open Line Friday. On Fridays, we take your call about anything at all, 888-528-2557. We let you pick the subject. Uh, Mimi in Lakeside, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Hi, Mimi. I have uh, something that's just been troubling me is that the, the news is filled with all this gender change in the school and not telling the parents about it and keeping it all. I mean, it's just this massive movement. And I just, I'm just asking, are there really that many kids out there that want their sex changed? They're not happy with being a boy or a girl? I mean, the way it's on the, on the news constantly, it, it, it sounds like nine out of ten kids are not happy with their sex. And I'm just, I, I, I'm just wondering, I mean, can God be making that many mistakes? Right. And, and you, know, it, 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 uh, you know, I just wonder about Pelosi and Biden. The Pope says that they're good Catholics, but it seems to me like they're, they're okay with this. You know, this issue, um, it's not 9 out of 10. It's a lot. And if you're you're wondering, uh, you know, how many there are, I think 10 or 15 years ago, there was maybe one uh, adolescent gender care unit in the country. Now there's over 100. And just about every children's hospital has this going on. And Google it. Google your, your local children's hospital, San Diego or L.A., Orange County. And the transgender department, there's stuff. I mean, we're talking about surgeries. We're talking about drugs. We're talking about 
uh, outfits that people wear for binding and tucking and things that uh, I don't want to tell you what those are, but you can kind of figure that out. It's one of the things that lots of people think is happening is that it's a contagion that the kids are looking for identity in something. And what this does is it gives people an identity uh, and they become popular or they become celebrated. And uh, that's what I think is happening because sometimes you see one school has got a whole bunch of people transitioning and then down the street is another school where there's nobody transitioning, you know, that, that doesn't make any sense. Um, well, to me is, I mean, I, I thought God didn't make mistakes. Well, I don't think so. God, I don't think God makes mistakes, but you know, we, we do. And we are a society that has glorified the idea of the self. We've come out of a sexual revolution and what we're experiencing now and a whole lot of different subjects is the result of the philosophy change that we had about the purpose of marriage, the purpose of sex, the purpose of male and female. And, you know, if you change that, if you change what human beings have always thought with all of that, it's going to have an effect. And we are experiencing that. You talked about the uh, the parent issue. You know, and for, for me, something that, and I hear from people a lot on our show here, Mimi, who say that's not happening in very many places. You're in, uh, you're in San Diego or Lakeside. You're in, you're in Lakeside. Yeah, so yeah in, San Diego County. So I got this email forwarded to me today from Escondido, Escondido Union School District, and it is about seventh graders and instructions to teachers from the administration in Escondido Unified School District uh, about how to not tell the parents and list the child's name. And then it says their preferred name is this, and then it says, and the pronouns are he and it for this person. That's the pronouns. They want to go by he or it. And then it says the parents are not aware, so please use she and her when calling home. And then it lists a whole bunch of students who are transitioning and who now have, it lists their preferred name, whatever their pronouns are, and then the instruction. You know, this one says mom is aware, but dad is not aware. So whenever you are with both parents, use she, her instead of he, him. And it is an instruction from the school district to all the teachers in these classes about specifically named kids with their specific issues and not to tell the parents. Do not tell the parents. That's what it says in every one of these. This this is happening everywhere. But, I I mean, I heard, um, I haven't heard any more, but I heard that I think it was Michigan that Michigan wants to put a law making it a felony if you do not use the right pronoun. Yes, that is uh, that is something I believe in Michigan that is being considered. And, uh, you know, this is happening everywhere. This is what uh, I think people, and it, it needs to not be partisan. If this becomes left versus right, um, it's, it be, you know, I think once some certain things like this become partisan, people stop paying attention and they just decide it's the two sides. I think that most people, 80, 90 percent of people at least, are in agreement that this is not the right policy, that this is wrong, that this is bad for the kids, or at least that it should be up to parents. Um, and we have to not make it left and right. We have to make it about the kids and protecting them. Because the danger of this, there's lots of contagions, but the, the danger of this is that the children can actually get medical care that alters their life, that will make them medical patients for life. Um, And, 
that's something the parents should be involved in. So, you know, what you got to do is you got to pray and you got to encourage your your family and people you know to go to school board meetings to to speak out, speak clearly, uh speak in love because you're dealing with hurting people. You're dealing with people who need attention, they need identity. There's a lot of pain involved here. There's a lot of abuse. There's a lot of stuff. And this is a spiritual battle because it doesn't make any sense. The notion that men can get pregnant, the notion these things they're not scientific. Um, there's so much hurt going on. We have to pay attention to that, and we have to take the the left versus right politics out of it because this is an issue about a society and how we want to treat kids and what it means to be, be a boy and a girl. Shouldn't instead of the instead of the teachers, I mean, shouldn't they be consulting a counselor? Well, this uh, is what the counselors client. are. The counselors are kind of going the same way as well. It's very complicated, Mimi. I want to get to some other calls. I got a lot of people on hold, but okay. this is a huge, a huge deal. When I say don't politicize it, I'm not saying don't vote. I'm saying you definitely vote and you definitely figure out what your politicians think about this kind of thing. It matters, and I think it says a lot about where that politician is coming from in general. Uh, on these subjects, what I mean by left and right is don't turn it into competition. This is about the kids. This is this is very serious, and parents being taken out of the loop like that email I just read you, that is escondido. And I'll bet that same sort of email is happening in school districts all over the country, including the one you're in. That's a thing that I think people say. Is they say, oh, it's not happening in my school district. No, I I think it is, uh, or it's going to. Well, I've talked to all my teachers that are on this page. It's not, it, might, it might not be most of the teachers. It might be one or two people. But those are the people who are pushing this. And it's it's a lot. It's a lot here. I want to get some other calls here. 888-528-2557. Billy in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, I was just wondering what your uh, kind of view is on uh, the, the atheistic worldview. And if you feel like it has any benefits or not. I just kind of want your opinion on that. So that's it. I'm going to hop off. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Billy. All right. I got a minute left. Um, I'll share this with you. Uh, There's two kinds of atheists. There's a kind of atheist who actually believes in God. They're just mad at him. Um, But then there's a kind of atheist who just intellectually thinks there is no God. Here's the, the difficulty with that is that if there's no God, then it means there is no justice, there is no accountability for murders, rapes, child molestations, the worst of the worst. And you have to reconcile the notion that there's no such thing ultimately as right and wrong. The only right and wrong is created by whoever has the power, which they only have because they have swindled it from somebody else, and they're holding it on until somebody murders them or something happens. It's a much longer answer Honestly, but uh, maybe I'll hit that when we come back a little bit. But the the atheistic point of view, you you have to hold, you have to follow through with it. And what does it mean about people? Maybe I'll come back to that. I got to take a break, hard break. This is the Friday edition of the Pastor Scott Show. We'll be back as the Friday edition continues. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.